Hi, and welcome to a Quick Thought episode of the Teach for the Heart podcast, where you'll get a powerful idea or word of encouragement in a short, to-the-point format. Here we go. Today, I want to share with you our smooth running classroom process, which is a process that you can go through if you feel like your classroom has been way too chaotic, not running smoothly, and you wish that you could get it running more smoothly and that your students would listen and learn and be able to focus in your classroom. I'm going to run through this process really quickly, but I want to let you know we go into this in way more detail and explain it a lot more thoroughly in our free training called How to Reduce Disruptions Without Yelling, begging, or bribing. You can get that training at teachfortheheart.com slash free, teachfortheheart.com slash free. So here's the process. There's four steps, plan, practice, adjust, and restart. So step one is to create a classroom management plan. Um, If you are struggling, if you feel like your classroom is crazy, the first thing you need to do is sit down and get clarity on what exactly are my procedures, What exactly do I expect from my students? Um, How am I going to respond when they misbehave? What logical consequences am I going to use? And how am I going to have positive reinforcement? Creating a written plan is so critical when you're struggling. Um, You know, veteran, when you're an expert, you might not need that. So you might look at a veteran teacher and be like, they don't have this. But that's like a a master chef doesn't need a recipe, but a new cook does. So if you're struggling, you're still the new cook. You still need the recipe. And a written plan, just sitting down and writing down, what am I going to do, can be so, so helpful. Um, So that's step one, is to write a plan. Just get a plan, get clarity on what you're going to do. Step two is to practice. Put that plan into action and practice it consistently. I've taught you guys um, a little bit about this, about um, using, you can use a classroom shakeup to kind of force a reset. And then you actually start teaching your new procedures and your new expectations and practice responding consistently. Um, so as you implement this, it's tricky in the middle of the year to change the direction of your students because it's kind of like uh, trying to turn a ship in the middle of the ocean. It's very slow because there's all that negative inertia that's built up. But you're going to make progress with your students. And more importantly, though, you're building your skills as you practice, as you practice being consistent, as you practice sticking to your plan, you as the teacher are building your classroom management skills. And that is so, so valuable. I'll tell you why in a minute. Step three is to adjust. I think a lot of times we kind of miss this step. Like we almost think like, oh, my plan should work and we get frustrated when it doesn't. But the reality is that no plan is perfect. So rather than being frustrated by that, it's better to plan for it. Um, and in our um, in the Teach for the Heart Mentorship and in this um, in the free training I just mentioned, I go through this in, in a little more detail. Um, you can use a um, troubleshooting process called ISTE to help you. So ISTE stands for Identify, Seek, Decide, Implement. So you identify the problem what is going wrong, Um, why is it happening, then you seek out solutions, you know, talk to teachers, um, get help in our mentorship, find some solutions. Number three, you decide how am I going to, what am I going to do? And then you implement the solution. Um, And so that sounds simple, but it's so powerful to recognize things are not going to be perfect. So when I run across an area that's not working, I need to solve it Make a solution, see what happens. If it works, great. If not, I try again. And recognizing that that's part of the process. Part of the process of teaching and getting better at classroom management is identifying problems and then working to solve them. Um, as you do that, as you're f- continually like finding 
problems and fixing them, challenges become this launch point to make you better instead of just being a frustration. And they actually can help you grow your skills and your classroom management toolbox. So up to this point, we you first step is to plan. Second, put that plan into practice. Third is to adjust it. Step four, though, is where it all comes together. And that is to start the new year right um, with the skills and the confidence that you've built. Remember I said before that when you're trying to like change your classroom behavior mid-year, it's really tough because you're fighting that negative inertia of the students, but your skills are improving. This is why this is so vital because your skills have grown by leaps and bounds by practicing your plan and learning to be consistent and adjusting it and all of this. So what really when the magic happens is when you take those skills and you start the next year right, you start with all all that skills and confident in a plan in place that you already are confident with, it is night and day different. The students see that right from the start. You don't have any of the negative inertia. You can start off on the right foot and the difference it will make in your classroom is just absolutely amazing. And that's why I always recommend, you know, this time of year, sometimes times people are like, I'll just try again next year. Don't wait till next year to make improvements. Start working now. View the rest of this year as an experiment, as a time to grow your skills. Um, so don't just write it off. You do your, do your best. Have a plan. Put it into practice. Adjust it. It's not as much about how this year turns out at this point, but it's about the skills you're growing that you can take into next year. And that is so so valuable. Man, I flew through this process at a very, very high level. You might be saying, Linda, okay, that's like, you hardly gave me any details. Yes, that's because this is a quick thought podcast. I wanted to introduce you to the concept of this process and tell you that we go into it in more detail in our free training, How to Reduce Disruptions Without Yelling, Begging, or Bribing. You can get that for free at teachfortheheart.com slash free. And then we really hold your hand and take you step by step through this process in our Teach for the Heart mentorship. If you want to jump straight to that, you can get info at teachfortheheart.com slash mentorship. Well, thank you guys again so much. I look forward to speaking with you again soon. In the meantime, keep growing, keep trusting. You really are making a difference.